0: The weekly pseudo-academic roundtable of pop culture analysis with drinking and swearing. My name is Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mav, and I am once again here with my co-host, Monica Marvelous. Hey, Monica, how's it going?
1: You know, Mav, uh, in L.A., we only have two seasons. It's uh, summer and uh-huh. awards, and we are in awards season right now, so it's It's um, busy. Award season isn't nearly as fun (laughs) as you think. Award season is going to be for everyone who has to participate in awards, which we will get to probably on our our next episode, right? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I was just I'm just jealous of your two whole seasons because I live in Pittsburgh where we have one season and we call it gray. That is the season. That is where we are at. Doesn't matter. Sometimes (laughs) it's it's right
2: now. It is.
0: It is. Yeah. It is.
2: extremely sunny right
0: now, but it's also snowing outside. Um yes it is snowing
3: but it's too it's not accumulating it's 37 degrees
0: <laughs> yeah all right um i guess i'll introduce the guest is um the guest is i need superb. to speak for the weather okay So pittsburgh weather first I w- i'd like to welcome back to, my, to the show my wife stephanie hey steph
3: hello everybody
0: <laughs> so, so steph's the guest today because you're clamoring to be on this episode i think i'm sure i, so, I
3: wouldn't characterize
4: it like that <laughs>
3: We'll talk about
0: the topic in a second. But I also want to uh, Did, uh, did you and I dragged
4: onto this one? Um Yes, you did. Yeah. onto this one.
1: Yeah. In which we should introduce is... the other guest is my partner Lindsay. It's a double date episode, guys, in which Just two people Second time on the show Lindsay really or are you been on.
5: <laughs> This, this is just just my second. Tomorrow,
4: right? I po- I popped on yeah. to uh to complain about Kenneth Brano for a few hours, but I think that's that's, that's <laughs> it so far. Um
2: yeah,
0: so we yeah, got double date like Monica said. Um because we saw well, we went on Valentine's Day. Did you guys go on Valentine's Day or did you go after?
5: We went on when Friday we were initially going to go
4: on Valentine's Day. But uh, then we we ended up going on Friday because we we had other other commitments, but we we had initially booked we had this whole plan,
1: but you know what we still Very made romantic. a really sexy date out of it. We went to the cheesecake factory mm-hmm. beforehand we got free Ooh. chocolate samples at the at the chocolate shop it's our our movie theaters inside a inside a mall, so um we went into Barnes and Noble. We Malt browsed. Wow! We made we made a whole yeah the the very grove. elaborate plan out of uh, this malls. So fruit. much. Yeah,
0: we used to, Well, yeah, there was a well. We are, the mall we used to go to is sort of falling apart. It's
3: being demolished. It's being demolished, like very soon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go watch it. It's it being uh,
0: demolished. So I guess century We can without doxing so much. There's a mall that's. That's by like stuff. Literally grew up next to the mall. Yeah, like it's like by her half a all.
3: mile. I used to walk to it all yeah. the time. And
0: and I grew it, up, is, it grew up. It is now falling apart, in, in it and uh, it's being bounced. But but I guess we should say the topic. Just you know, please don't turn off the episode. But we're going to talk about Madam Web today. <laughs> like, most we're going to try and have a fun discussion about Madam Web. And I don't want to. This is not not entirely a review of Madam Web, but a little bit. So spoilers for Madam Web, but not really. I mean, there's not really anything to spoil. If you've seen the commercial, you, you pretty much get the vibe of what went on in this film. We're going to talk about Madam Web, and I think we're going to talk a little bit about Morbius and and just like sort of the whole world around, you know, superhero movies, but I think specifically the Sony Spider-Man movies? universe of... Uh, just, I, I, I want to talk about what I would call movies of obligation, which I think is what this was. This is a movie of obligation um, and it's just He's sort a of, a, of an episode oh my of god,
1: obligation you know, I, for our partners. I, I don't know what
4: you're talking about. I think <laughs> this was one of the best movies about Spider-Man's uncle's coworker ever made.
2: Okay, wait, hold on.
0: Let me, let me, let me actually think. Um, uh, maybe <laughs> um yeah i guess <laughs> um yeah so we saw madam webb and i guess I, we'll, we'll just start there so did you like it or is it just the best of
2: it is the best madam webb movie ever i guess you know i
4: i think i can say for monica and i both that we had a lot of fun we went To this, you know, to which is, you know, I think there are some cases, especially in L.A. where like you can brave the really expensive kits to like go see something in the theater. You know, like Harry Styles says, a movie that you see in the theater because uh, the audience participation really makes it. And everyone in our audience was having a really good time and everyone understood the assignment and were there to have fun and laugh. And so I think we really enjoyed ourselves. Mm. I don't know if that means I would say I thought it was a, a high quality film.
1: I did specifically Steph, tell my mother, you? I was like, don't watch this movie at home. Watch this oh. as a group participation, actually.
2: So. Um, okay, Steph. Yeah,
1: you? so I think now I'm thinking we might have made a mistake
3: what? going to it like on opening night on, on Valentine's Day before the audience knew what to...
0: <laughs> like, I think they knew.
3: Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I, from like the beginning of... The, I think there was a shift in realization from the beginning of the movie to the end. Because at first, like, we were the only ones laughing. And then people around us started laughing more and more by the end of the film. And then, like, the guy behind us was, like, literally, like, it (laughs) by the end of the film. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I think, yeah. yeah. uh, I enjoyed that aspect of it, I guess.
4: Mm -hmm. I think the end of the film made me laugh really hard because, like, she was in that funky wheelchair. And those glasses were, like, not blind person glasses. They looked like designer sunglasses. He was just monotone yeah. delivering these like closing lines, and my, my, you yeah. can ask Monica. I was losing my shit. It was my favorite part of the movie.
3: It was that was really weird. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm not familiar with the comic
0: books. So. No one is. No one's familiar with the comic. Okay, I, I am. Because, so, again, I've got forty, fifty years of comic book knowledge just rolling around in my brain. You know where where phone numbers and social security numbers and you know passwords should be like useful stuff. Instead, I just know stuff about Madam Web, and she is. deserve a, a movie by herself. So, so is
3: popular comedy? No, no,
0: no, no, no. There's no. It is literally Sony going, "Hey, what do we have that we can make a movie out of that we can charge people because people mm. will go to a superhero movie? We can do this." Madam Web in the comics is and is a 90 year old woman in a wheelchair and is blind. And Spider-Man goes to every once in a while to get a prophecy and she'll give him some uh, some weird, mysterious okay. information. OK, would
3: been nice to know.
0: No, not really.
3: Well, <laughs> it would have made it a little less boring for me because. Well, because then you go so boring because
0: then you go, why? Why is this 90 year old woman being played by the lady from Fifty Shades of Grey? That's an odd choice. And yeah, um, she's and also she's supposed to be blind and in a wheelchair. That, that that's an odd choice. And uh, what what the hell's going on here? There'd be a lot of that.
1: Um I think what okay, you're pointing yeah. out <laughs> is that you're already thinking too much about this movie. This is a movie that requires the writers' room, the artist's participation,
2: just go. Yeah, and I'm rolling with it for an hour and a half, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> there's just so so there's many weird so decisions, many. decisions were we're made. Oh <laughs> I told all my students not to see it. Um, um they laughed.
0: <laughs> so yes, where do we even start with this? This is like I thought I'd go and I'd go like, oh, this is gonna be an instant guilty pleasure. This is gonna be a movie that's going to be so Bad and it's going to be ridiculous because who the hell would make a Madam Web movie? Like, why would anybody do this? And my my problem with it was, I actually don't think it's that bad. I think it is forgettable. Like, um. And so and we'll talk a little bit about this in a little bit, but like, I think Morbius is a really really bad movie that I thoroughly enjoyed watching Morbius because I because I was like, oh my god, the train wreck of this. And I didn't feel like Madam Web was on that level. I thought it was just kind of generically bad. And that was like my flaw with it. Like it it, it, it didn't have it didn't have the panache of. Sucker punch oh. where I could go, hey, you know, yeah. you know, like, you know like, that's
4: so weird because I think that I felt the exact opposite. So, you know, we, yeah. we saw this and I left being like, this is the camp that I want. Like this is I'm going to go laugh about this for the rest i'm gonna be thinking about this dakota johnson impartial like part made that for me because she just really I, I i was talking to monica about this and my now firm conviction because i have seen her in movies where like she was honestly pretty good like even like the persuasion that like netflix adaptation um uh, uh of the classic novel like it's i thought she was good. honestly pretty good in that and i've seen her in 50 shades yeah i've seen 50 shades and i've seen her in this And my firm conviction is that when she doesn't feel like like acting in a movie, she goes on her own personal strike, where she just she'll show up and she'll read the lines, but she's not going to pretend that she's acting. Mm -hmm. And that's that's my internal theory about Dakota Johnson. And she really brought that energy, and it really made me Mm -hmm. laugh. And I'll be honest, a couple nights later, when Monica and I finally sat down and watched Morbius, that was that was how I felt about Morbius. Is how you felt about Madame Webb, where I was like, oh. It's fine. Like, I don't think that this is good, but this isn't terrible, mm-hmm. and it certainly doesn't... Like, I'm not going to be thinking about this moving forward. Um, so it's yeah, really yeah,
2: interesting I the acting you was, have, like, the inverse perspective
4: yeah. on it. Yeah, I thought the acting was a lot better in Morbius
3: in than Morbius?
0: In, in this. Well, so here was, <laughs> here was my
3: thought. <laughs> I didn't realize she was checked out because I'm not familiar with other
2: okay, Dakota so,
0: so movies. Here's, here's my thought. Um, Dakota Johnson, the person, knew she was in a bad movie when she was in... when she. Did Madame Webb. Like, um, I there's a lot of internet rumors that she was basically tricked into this movie. And given the order of events and things that she said in interviews, I absolutely one hundred percent believe that she was nigh defrauded into being into this film. Like she she like
1: hundred percent believes told her. it
0: probably should be should be illegal. She was cause she's since fired her entire team that was responsible for her being in this movie i think she was lied to i think that she probably has a lawsuit case on her hands if she really wanted it because i think that she was basically tricked into being but, this hmm. movie under don't
3: they like get the author. script before they uh yes to... and it
0: was changed on her she, oh. she has probably said they just rewrote the script once i was there like ah. she, she she has said that but that happens all the time like hmm. there there are right. rewrites on these movies um I think that they lied to her and told her that she was going to be in an MCU movie and she was in a Sony. Movie. Like I think that they just flat out lied to her. Um and she signed this I, contract I, I and- also
4: like all of her co-stars say that I saw a, like a an interview with them where they they were all like, "Yes, yeah, she never texts us back." Like she hasn't texted us back in like a month. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's embarrassed. I think
0: she's not like she's embarrassed. Her. She's mad. Yeah, she. Hmm. I think she's mad. I think she I think she's did mad. not want to be there, and 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 it was. I think it was a miserable experience, and it just shows to me, like I like, it feels like someone who is not having any fun for the entire movie. Yes. So I, yes. so I feel bad for her. Yes. Um, okay,
3: maybe that was why. Like I was really annoyed about her running and how she just looked like she was kind of jogging away from you know the guy that was going to kill her. So that could be the same intensity that she's not yes. showing in other aspects. Um,
0: and I will, I, and I will compare this to Fifty Shades of Grey where she's not as famous yet but she clearly knows that she's in a garbage script and mm-hmm. she's doing what she can mm-hmm. like if you've seen 50 shades of gray she has no real chemistry with the guy she knows that this is a stupid movie she knows that she's in it because she's willing to get naked and she's you know and she doesn't have a career yet and she's like i'm gonna you know this is the, the dakota johnson who's in 50 shades of gray this is my chance to get noticed and to be somebody in Hollywood. right right um, the Dakota Johnson that's in Madam Webb screams. How did this happen? Like that's how it feels to me. Now take the, take Morbius. Um, in Morbius, I feel like Jared Leto believes that he's in a good movie because Jared Leto always believes that he's in a good movie, and Jared Leto's gonna <laughs> do his own mm-hmm. no thing, no matter what the role is. Jared Leto's not gonna read the script. Jared Leto's just gonna. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna bring the Leto, and it's gonna be the performance is just gonna be whatever he feels like mm-hmm. doing. And it doesn't matter what the director wants. It doesn't matter what the script calls for. Leto's just going to be Leto. Um, and I feel like other than Matt Smith, everyone else in that movie from Tyrese on down is, you know, a working actor and needs the paycheck and will just do their best. I think Al Madrigal's in it. Like, like these, these people are just doing what they can to I make this movie mean, work.
3: That's, who the, that's what, okay. Yeah, I it, should it, remember like, I the guy reminded me of something. I couldn't remember yeah. who it was. And then oh, yeah. I think
0: Matt Smith was. He was English. good. Yeah. Matt well, Smith Matt was good. Smith is, has pretty much, it has pretty much come as close as he can say without legally getting himself in trouble at, to saying the same thing we said about Dakota Johnson. He was lied to, um, He was tricked into being in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think he realized it on day one. And said, "If I'm gonna be here for the next six months, I'm gonna have the time of my fucking life."
3: <laughs> so, just misled into the quality of the movie, or no? Like, how so, okay,
0: so for people who don't know, um, the way this is going to be a little, I'm going to do this quickly, but, but Marvel movies are split into two, into multiple camps. I'm going to say two that matter for right now. Marvel owns some of their own properties, and those are produced by Disney, and other parts of their properties. Are owned by other companies because of a bankruptcy thing from years and years ago. That they're owned by other companies and they're produced in association with Marvel. So an Avengers no, movie is I, a Marvel movie. According to the Galaxy movies. Yeah. Can,
1: can I do the thing? Okay. So and then the reason that they're all split up and that they're all so bad is because originally during the bankruptcy portion in which we were just handing out licensing for other studios to make movies was the guy who was in charge of Marvel at that point in time was Avi Arid who bought Marvel because he was a giant toy executive. And so his entire idea was like, let's just give out the property so that then I can sell toys for it. So it, it really never mattered for Marvel whether the movie was ever going to be good. Whole point was just that there was a movie at oh, all. No, it never mattered so the, to
2: the, it it Never mattered shit. to him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. He's also, he's to yeah. He's also he's also flat out evil. Yes, and uh, uh, Avi Avi uh, is that
1: And Avi, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the Sony properties in particular, he still has the ownership of, and he is still involved as a producer. So part of also why the Sony movies in particular continue to have this like guess we'll just make whatever because we know that mm-hmm. we can is because of his continued creative control over these films, or I guess lack of mm-hmm. creative control over these films, but basically yeah. just going to make a movie because I told you to make a movie because I want to sell plastic figures of that. So.
0: That's his only, that's yeah. So Aviar is this guy. Yeah. And he is, He's a Um,
3: chumpster, it looks like. He is very much so.
0: And also, just in general, a bad dude um, in many ways that I don't need to get into for this episode. So, for reasons, Sony has this license. Um, Through a deal with Marvel, Spider-Man is, it's the Spider-Man license that Sony owns. And Spider-Man and Marvel struck a deal to allow Spider-Man to appear in Marvel movies. And that's why you've had Spider-Man and Avengers movies and everything. Mm -hmm. Because they wanted to work together. Because there's money in this for everybody. And there is. So when they struck this deal, they brought Spider-Man into the Marvel Universe. And in the minds of the people at Sony, and this means all the Sony products are in the properties are in the Marvel Universe. And Kevin Feige has very, very clearly said, no, no, it's just Spider-Man. It's just this one thing. I am not giving control of my world to you idiots over there. So he's, he is very much walled himself off and walled off all this stuff. And it's this is real inside baseball stuff that you have to be a weird, you know, superhero movie geek to know. Mm -hmm. And like Monica and I know it probably a lot of our listeners do, but it's actually not necessarily it's kind of in the weeds for regular people, including regular actors. So what happened um, as far as anybody can tell what basically happened with Morbius? Is. Matt Smith was approached to be in these films. Matt Smith is the guy who um, at one point was a doctor who, and is um, in Morbius as the villain. And so he knew that um, Karen Gillian, who co-starred with him in doctor who is Nebula in guardians of the galaxy. And he was on the fence as to whether he should make this superhero movie or not. So he calls up his friend, Karen Gillian. And Karen says, "Uh, this is the best job I've ever had. I love working with Marvel. If you've got a chance to work with Marvel, you should absolutely do it. So he said, okay, mm-hmm. I'll take this job at Marvel. Only it wasn't Marvel. Oh, no. It was Sony.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's and he's all but confirmed that this is what happened. He's mm-hmm. like been vague about it. Cause again, none of these people want to be sued, but I'm pretty sure that that's what happened. I'm pretty sure Sony said, you're Hey, you're going to make a Marvel movie. I think so. I mean, who knows, but I think so. But I think that, but like, how would she like, I, I think that's what happens. I think he, he was told. I mean, it, yeah, he, I, if if,
4: I, if uh, I accidentally yes. convinced my friend to be tested yes. to something, I'd feel really bad. And,
0: and I'm sure that's what happened. So he made this movie and it's very clear when I watch Morbius that he knows that he's in a bad movie. But he's like, He's doing. He's doing the Nick Cage thing. He's like, "Yeah, all right. Well, if this is going to be bad, let's have a party." And okay,
2: look yeah, that. yeah, I and, could see that. And I
0: absolutely, I enjoyed, enjoyed his performance,
3: yeah. Smith performance. Yeah,
0: knowing that it wasn't any good, right? Like just, mm-hmm. he was
3: over the top. Yeah,
0: he's he is intentionally it's like anger yeah, energy. <laughs> like Matt Smith is a guy who knows how to play the part of Doctor Who subdued, and Doctor Who is a ridiculous character, and yet he can play the Doctor subdued, and yet he he just went to 11 he's he's playing this at a 15 throughout that entire movie and it's kind of enjoyable mm-hmm. um, it's bad it's like literally you know golden raspberry like not clearly rotten on rotten tomatoes bad whereas in, in this movie in, in madam web I felt like no nobody wanted to be there like Dakota Johnson doesn't want to be there Sydney Sweeney clearly doesn't want to be there, and also I'm pretty sure they ca- they must have cast Sydney Sweeney before they knew she was a good actress. I don't know when she got that role, but she has nothing to do in this film. Um, no. The other the other actors have nothing to do. Emma Roberts is in this movie, you know, yeah, for that, some that reason. Was really crazy. Man.
4: I was talking to Monica about yeah. that, like because here's the thing: like Dakota Johnson, like I get it, like you're the, you're headlining this film. Emma Roberts, who is like a world renowned, incredibly good actor. It's like two scenes in the worst yeah. movie I'm gonna see this year, and that was crazy. <laughs>
2: okay, I'm
4: not even sure who really she know. is. So,
3: she
0: was up. the pregnant lady. She was Ben Parker's. She's, she was Mary Parker, she's, ben, she's ben Parker's. Ben Parker's mom. sister. She's Peter Parker's okay. mom, but like the word Peter is never said in the movie. She's the blonde lady that was pregnant. Right. See, you don't even remember. I do remember, remember the movie last decide, week. To
4: decide What's the name <laughs> there? Peter Parker Spider Man baby.
0: Uh, yes but i i do
2: think
4: it's it's a when i was talking to monica about i think we agreed that sydney sweeney and dakota johnson had like opposite responses about being tricked into this sydney sweeney really tried to overact you know and just was like unnecessarily earnest and i do think dakota johnson just kind of reverted into like i'm not going to act i'm going to just deliver these lines and i'm not going to act but i think that because of her actual human personality, it comes off as really wonderful, and I've really enjoyed reading, like, reviews, like, I think the New York Times review said this and some other ones I've read, they were basically like, yeah, this movie sucked, but Dakota Johnson transcended the awfulness of this film, It's just because she's naturally so, like, aloof, and and, like, refused to act, basically, that they were like, yeah, you know what, she's exempt from this, and I just think that's very funny.
2: I mean... I I think the other reason Morbius is not
1: um, Matt Smith was given some version of Peter dance montage as if that wasn't yeah. like but played in earnest as if that wasn't the piece of high camp that basically got like those Spider Man movies canceled. Like I I just yeah. <laughs> there was just something about Morbius that felt like didn't learn its lesson and in which it was trying too hard to make you believe that this was a legitimate movie and something about madame for me because every plot hole just keeps going like Mm -hmm. dakota johnson's ability to be in every place at once without ever practicing this hour the way that we usually have a training montage just (laughs) doesn't happen everything's just mastered. It's fine. We're moving on. It's not important to the movie. Like Monica, do you she think went first to something- Peru? I
4: don't really know what you want from her. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and so I, I legitimately I don't think, think that
4: you know there this because her mother difference- studied spiders in Peru before she died. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's-, it's genetically in there. Um like I think that that's why it's working for me in terms of like what makes a bad movie an enjoyable movie versus what makes a bad movie a forgettable movie. I think it's that I want my bad movie to not try like okay I want my yeah, bad to- movie to not be not be earnest like, when huh. we talk about the difference between what when it means for something to be intentional or unintentional camp right so Camp pulls in the the idea of if something is an intentional camp, it's being made because people know that it's campy. People think that it's campy, and they're leaning into it. And a really great example is probably something like Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Like you know that Rocky sure. Horror is ridiculous, and it is ridiculous on purpose. Um, something that is unintentional, oh, camp yes. was never yes. was never like meant to be camp, but is co-opted by an audience. And I think that what we're talking about between the difference of Morbius and and Madame Webb also falls within that do you enjoy intentional or unintentional camp based on your case level, right? Because a lot of what we're talking about in the things that make these movies enjoyable for us is not actually the movie, is not actually the plot. It's all of the contextual references That means something to all of us, whether we are Dakota Johnson fans or Sam Raimi Spider-Man fans, right? Like the the thing that allows us to connect to these things is the intertextual references. And I think that that's also something that camp highly leans on, right? Is the idea that you're creating like an in-language of a subgroup that then is being spoken to specifically rather than to a general audience. And so I don't know. If anybody else has thoughts about, like, maybe that's why we could sit and, on our double dates and have such opposite reactions to these to yeah. these
3: same two it was, it was films. I didn't have fun. I just thought it was bored. I just didn't see the
0: camp. Well, I just I, was
3: bored. Me, it was just so yeah, that was
0: that was the thing. Me, I had more fun with Morbius yeah. because.
3: This was like, over the top. Yeah,
0: and I think well, it was over the top and also I think not everybody knew, right? Like like what so Fast and Furious movies. The best part of Fast and Furious to me, the absolute best part of Fast and Furious is um is any scene that has any of the core cast then because yeah, um,
3: that not, camp. Yes, when so, when someone is there and like trying to isn't aware that it's a bad movie and still try, right. I guess that to me right. is enjoyable. I
0: love that Vin believes he's going to win an Oscar someday. Yes, and I love that every time that Vin Diesel is on screen with Luda and Luda is just trying to collect a paycheck and laugh and trying to not laugh at the scene. Yeah, there
3: wasn't really anyone like that in Madam Web. I don't right. think
0: Madam <laughs> Web. I think everybody in the cast knew, oh God, I have made a horrible career decision. Yeah, no one seemed to be
3: caring or trying. uh,
0: Well, I don't think anybody had I don't think everybody had a the only person who had anything to do was Dakota Johnson, Mm -hmm. and she refused because she because like Lindsay said, she checked out, right? Which I think is funny. But I also think that um Sydney Sweeney is a really good actress. She's really really good.
3: No idea. Uh, I had no idea she she could act.
0: Okay. Um she she has a movie out right now called Anyone mm-hmm. But You. Um,
3: we have a- seen I've seen that since.
0: Yeah, it's a rom-com. She's delightful. She's sm- yeah, she's, yeah. she's she's she's, 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 really, she's you No, know, it's I None mean, you have to like course. rom-coms. It's a different kind of movie. But she's hilarious in it. She does a, she's on Euphoria. She's on White Lotus. She's very very gifted and that's not used in this film. It's not not. It's not used poorly. I mean, it's, it's, used, it's used poorly. I mean, they just I don't think anybody knew that she could act when they gave her when they gave her, her the part. Um, she's also drop dead gorgeous. And frankly, one of the things that Cindy Sweeney is is sort of working against right now is she has to It she struggles to get parts that aren't about the fact that she has perfect boobs. Like that's kind of what she's well, known for. The, they they and fixed
4: that in this movie by making her wear these glasses the entire time. Yes, I was, uh, yeah, I was yeah, waiting she, for her to like pull the glasses off and everyone be like, "Wait, and she heard, she's oh,
0: you're beautiful. gorgeous." Yes, nope, not done. Um, she's also got like the worst wig work since since stick I it, I find it so distracting. Her hair is just so obviously fake the entire movie, and I'm just like, why would you do this in an actual film? This looks horrible um and then i was trying to explain because i had students ask me but i had students who knew i'm into comic books who who are like are you going to go see that see that when it comes out And they'd asked me two weeks ago and i said i'm going opening night my wife and i already have tickets and they're like you have to tell us so then going into class um this last week they were like so did you see madame webb what's it like and i was like <laughs> i did and they're like oh well is it worth it and they, they knew it wasn't going to be good but they're like should should we go should we go just to laugh at it and i was just like eh And they're like, Oh, is it that bad? And I was like, it's not to me. It wasn't, it wasn't bad enough to be super enjoyable. It was funny if you're willing like, like I think this is the kind of movie that you absolutely want to go to. If you've got the AMC VIP cards, like, like we have where we can go to whatever movies for free. But I feel bad telling someone to spend $10 to go see this movie uh-huh. if, it, if, it, if it feels no. wrong.
1: Mav, this, this is the movie. worst movie I have ever a piece seen. Wow. On oh. <laughs> Not only that, it's, we, yeah, right? I, I, we yeah. had a set and we should, we should tell the listeners, we had a set of free AMC ticket passes we originally used to see it opening night. Mm-hmm and then we couldn't go, and then we paid $20. So what we're actually saying is, Lindsay and I bought two tickets each to see Madam Web. <laughs> That's how much I oh, think you shy. should see Madam oh, Web. Like, I
2: wow. have not
1: had this much fun <laughs> at a movie theater since probably everything everywhere all at once. Like I <laughs> And I am aware that those are very different movies, and one of them is <laughs> okay. brilliant. And one of them is the worst thing I've ever seen, but they brought me the, the same, same mom, level I of joy. Never hold
4: a candle to this.
1: They brought me <laughs> the same level of happiness, is what I'm saying. Oh, Okay,
0: I yeah, I wasn't there. I so here's this is another one of my problems. With. Like I said, Sydney Sweeney. C- Sydney is a great actress, and she and and I think she's going to be like again. Everybody should see anyone but you. It's it, it is delightful. And it proved to me that she's going to have the kind of career that um, she's going to, she's going to be a Julia Roberts. She's going to be a Meg Ryan. Right. Is it stuff? Would you agree? Like that's kind of, that's the vibe. She's media,
3: like a, well, a B list. Well, no, I,
0: no, I think she'll, I think, I think if she get I think if she can overcome her boobs and get a, and get a part where people are like, Oh my God, she really can act. She needs, she only, I need mean,
3: maybe, but I but, would be surprised if she was on that level.
0: Well, that's what this movie wants to be. Right. But then I had a lot of kids who were, who were fans of hers, and they were asking if you know, if she was any good at it. And
2: my problem with the film, with her character, is um,
0: her character might as well be called Whitey. And the reason I say yeah, is because be what her characteristics it, were, it's Julia. It's like
3: name. one of them was they, smart. Yes,
0: exactly. I yes. Guess
3: she was the three teen girls. Maybe, and I teen, think she had blonde hair. And that's all I can, and they're,
0: can they're, think they're, of. There's anything. the white girl, the black girl and the Latina girl. And they are indistinguishable from me from each other. One is supposed to be rich. One's supposed to be smart. And one is supposed to be moody. She's the moody one. And it doesn't matter. It comes up one time for each character when you first meet them. And I was just like, oh, this is nothing.
3: I mean, if they were going to launch like a like another like a, a sequel to this, then mm-hmm. I understand them kind of doubting oh, stuff. Are. Oh, they do.
0: They think. Oh, they think. That, I mean, the is entire point like, of this was, no, no, no. That's never going to happen. The entire point of that end scene was, hey, you know, come see the next movie where they all have superpowers. And this, there's, there's no next movie. This is going to lose so much money. It is, it is, it is. It is literally just like a like the the amount of cash that they're going to lose on this is they would be ins- I mean maybe they will but they would be insane because all of the spider all the movies in this series except for the venom ones have been cash losers to the effect that like it, it, it is fiscally irresponsible to keep pouring money at this problem mm-hmm. so I don't know <sighs> Um, the other actresses I should just mention them there is the Bellammer said and Celeste O'Connor, they are the other two actresses, and they're both very good actresses too. I've seen them on other stuff, and so have you. And you probably don't even realize it because they they were given so little to do in this movie. Um, Celeste O'Connor is in the most recent Ghostbusters movies. Yeah, she played like the the, the Ghostbusters with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she plays the black girl in that oh. in, in those movies. She looks different because um, mm-hmm. she's you know she she has, has
3: a personality. Yeah, she had
0: stuff to do. And Isabella Merced, um, I don't know if people know her. I know her as um, she's older now, but she was the girl in Transformers: The Last Night. So she was a, she was in a Transformers movie, which was a horrible, horrible movie. Transformers: The Last Night is a awful, awful film. That she's great in. she she plays a plucky little kid, and she's good at being a plucky little kid. And I mean, the movie's dumb, but like she. You know, that was a movie where it's like, oh, you could have a future one day. And, you know, um, um, yeah, that would be great. You know, you can you can go off and you can you can do some stuff. It's also weirdly uncomfortable because her character is supposed to be like 13 and 14 or 14 or something like that. She's probably 16 when she filmed it. I don't, I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. But her character is basically 13 and there's some uncomfortable sexualizing of her of her. Like, cause she's supposed. There's the oh, she's being sexy right now, but she's like 13, and you're like, why am I leering at this 13 year old? Uh, and you have to because she's you know running in slow motion to see her boobs bounce and stuff. Like that's a scene in the Transformers movie. That, oh, Transformers. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I didn't know which movie. Yeah. So,
0: uh, so like, eh. but um, Ugh. but anyway, she won't be coming back. She's she's already been cast as Hot Girl in the DC universe, so she's gonna right. have a different career. <laughs> she's she's moving on. <laughs>
1: another you franchise of mediocre cash grabs that get sent yes. to tax purposes great well, right. and, and yeah, maybe we should but, talk but, about and and i don't have a great answer but why why does sony put out these movies and warner brothers make them and then immediately put them in the shredder i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, and i'm gonna yeah. be honest Glad that we got to see this one. I'm glad it didn't
0: get put in the shredder. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sony, Sony's yeah. on the business of doing that, like Warner Brothers is. And
2: I was, I was thinking season. about
4: actors who, who have a promising future, despite their, their their involvement in this movie, and who are generally good good at acting, despite their involvement in this movie. Can we talk about this villain guy? What was his name? Ezekiel?
2: I forget Ezekiel. his name.
5: Can um, we talk about this
2: guy? my name? my um,
4: he his, he was his my favorite at the beginning of the, the ADR? movie when when Madame Webb's mom is like, You can't do this, he's like, No one helped my family when they were in poverty. And then you see him like twenty years later and he's like, now he's rich and you have no idea how he got rich and he's just like oh like I've had to claw my way out of poverty. Then he sleeps with this NSA agent and and, and takes or pass passkey, as if one, the NSA at that time definitely didn't have that detailed level of information, and that was very much just like a way that, like, for convenience of like his being able to find these these tweens, and then. But on top of that, it's like if you do you think for a second that the NSA, if one of their agents was killed and somebody logged in from their account, that they wouldn't have come to your apartment yesterday to kill you? Well,
0: someone, I, someone's logged in like for weeks, very not just once she's she's dead, but they've left her they've, they're, they're the NSA she's dead, and they've left her account active for weeks to be like used I said, by the bad candidates. it was a movie
1: that just asks no, was, you to suspend yeah. all disbelief, because Lindsay, you just brought up the fact that we haven't talked about the fact that this is a period piece it's a period
2: movie,
1: guys. Toxic playing when she crashes
4: her car into the... That, that, I loved that. That was so fun. Yeah. I thought that was great. I, I,
2: it,
0: it, it takes place in both 1993 and 2003, um, and the way you can tell is it was it was so it was supposed to be from uh, from what I believe. You it's, mean
3: 1973?
0: No, no, I mean 1993. Also 1973, but yeah, there's parts that take place. Way in the past, like in 1973. But when they filmed the movie, I'm pretty sure they meant for it to take place in 1993. Then they, at some point during post, decided it should be 2003 instead. And they just put like a different caption on screen. Because the fact that it's in the past has no bearing on the story whatsoever. Except for my favorite part is there's a line in it when they're all going on the run and Maddie who, again, is the black girl character because they have no personalities. But Maddie says, maybe I'll call my uncle and see if he can help us. And then she takes out her cell phone and the other girls are like, you have a cell phone? And she's like, yeah, my parents are rich. It's 2003. Everyone has a cell phone. Cell phones are not weird to 16-year-old girls in 2003. In 1993, a little more rare. Not everybody had a cell phone. In 2003, if a if you were 16 and you didn't have a cell phone, you know, fine, but you had friends who had cell phones. You were not surprised by the existence of a flip phone, which is what they, which is just so
3: I, Yeah, I didn't get 1993 at all. Where?
0: But, uh, it's because they, because there's no reason. They just literally, like, they they changed their mind in filming. Another thing that happens is um like, she gets a, you know, he's got this, uh, he's got, Ezekiel has so
3: wait, this. Are you saying that there were scenes? Like, we're no, supposed to be like, okay, no. but they changed people before they fell.
0: Okay. No, no, after they fell they oh. they filmed it and then they just like oh. no 2003 instead of 1993 is what i think they
3: did. Okay then they changed the music and stuff.
0: Is sometimes Maybe. some of the songs some of the songs on the on the soundtrack are very much bangers from 2003 and some of them are very much bangers from 1993. I would
3: have enjoyed it if it was 1993 a <laughs> lot more i
0: think. I, I don't know. There's like there's like the establishing shots of blockbusters like several times in the movie cuz you know the 90s
3: yeah. Uh, it was a little bit old for yeah, no, yeah not for
0: 2003 channels. 2003 we had netflix um there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of weirdnesses like that and, and there's also the point where she's trying to go on the run so she hides them and then he's got this hardware this this you know god's eye from fast and furious that he's stolen from the nsa and he can view cameras and he's tapped into all law enforcement and he can't find her and yet somehow she manages to drive to the airport in New York city and flies to Peru like on an international flight and then flies back. And through all of this does not trip his NSA sensors. It was 2003. I assure you that like, you were not wandering through the airport without getting yeah. your name. T-
3: Meanwhile, they catch the the girl like <laughs> oh.
1: immediately after she comes In out of hiding. Nine eleven era. In you cannot yeah. tell me there are no cameras at the airport. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. That was exactly my point. Like you did. <laughs> Can uh, I actually this, ask that that a question? No is gonna
4: date, this is going to date mm-hmm. me a lot. Um, when I say that, I mean as a youngin. But. Right after nine <laughs> eleven, was secure. It was like TSA airport security. Was it worse than it is now, or was it about the same yes. as it is now? Yes,
0: yes, yes. It was yes. worse. It was worse. It was. Okay. It, was I, was, it, was, it was. I mean, but it was weirdly performatively worse. Like, yeah, you was need to take lot, off your shoes. Yes. It was. It was a lot of. I mean, it was a lot of stuff that ultimately probably didn't work all that well. But that was enough of an annoyance <laughs> to. Where if he had the technology that he has in this in this movie, he would have picked up on her. He would have found her. It would have been impossible Mm. for to get. I mean, I'm not saying there wouldn't be a way to get to Peru, but she didn't just like randomly Mm. get on a flight.
3: So that could be a consequence of them shifting from 93 to 2003.
0: Yeah. And I I think it's just but I don't think you're supposed to care because like they didn't care when they were writing it for the reasons Monica said. Mm -hmm. This is a movie that was a cash grab. It was a movie that this movie exists because Sony wants to have a cinematic universe because Marvel has a cinematic universe and you like movies. Um, we are to understand that you have money. Could you give us some money? We would like you to give us money, please. Like, that, like yeah, that's like Sony's entire thing. So,
3: like why are why are the super the supermen actually good?
0: The super what?
3: It didn't Sony make all the animated Superman like no,
0: oh, animated Spider Man. Sp-
3: Spider Man, yes. sorry. Yeah.
0: yeah, yes, the animated. Yeah, uh, because. Because I don't think I don't think they were paying attention. I don't think Sony wants to make a bad movie. I think they don't care one, one way or the other. And the Spider Verse movies were made by Lord and Miller, uh, director producers who want to make good movies, and they've been given oh, this property, okay. and they're like, I, mean, I, I think it's the sort of thing where it's like we're going to pay you exactly the same money if this movie is good and good or bad. And Lord and Miller really it's wants like to years. make a good movie, mm-hmm. whereas this was given. I don't think anybody it was. Is is setting out to make a bad movie? I think they're just not all that great. So this movie was written by. Venom Web was written by the same writer as Morbius, by the way, um, which was which had an insane
1: hanged. choice to be like. Yeah, they, I it, let's That was
4: amazing. This you give that again.
5: person another job right. instead of hiring
1: literally anyone else. There are so else. many <laughs> writers <laughs> in Hollywood. We yes. just yeah. call them yeah. all on strike. Yes. Who does he have about, a relationship like, with?
4: with, with uh, Spider-Verse is like I, and I know, know I've talked to Monica about this and I'm sure this is like a widely agreed on opinion but I think one of the things that I, I like so much about it is that they just didn't made it an animated movie I think that there's been so much pressure especially with the MCU to make live action like films for like super I mean mm-hmm. for, for I mean you know Disney's obviously doing their whole live action remakes of all these classic cartoons it's like cartoons are really fun it really gives an opportunity to do some do a ton of new and innovative things with like the scripts to like with the visual effects to allow and like to enable characters to make to, to have movements mm. and things that you wouldn't be able to capture like with a live action it's a really fun form of medium and i i think for me spider-verse was so great because it reminded me very forcibly how much fun animated superhero films can be um, in an age where that's just like not so much of a thing anymore, in terms of like, like big, like big blockbuster movies. So I really hope that you know, I guess with Sony's track record with live-action movies, that they think a little more long and hard about doing some more animated features moving forward.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. we got Craven coming out later this year, and and and, and like, I, it looks exactly as good as this. I mean, uh-huh. like, like, I don't. This just, this just saying. Like I said, we you have money, we would like your money. Could you please give us give us money? If you force us to, I guess we'll project some images on the screen. We'd rather not. We'd rather yeah. you just gave us money. It's
3: like they didn't but, even think like long term. They're no, just thinking about like the immediate presence of this.
0: Their long term thing is they they've got this idea that they would like to actually have a cinematic universe and they but they don't have access to that many characters. So they're sort of building them around what they have. Uh-huh. So more, this is why Morbius has the ending scene where Morbius meets the Vulture, and he's like, "Oh, did you watch the post credits? Did you stop watching?" No, Morbius? Uh, yeah,
3: I don't watch post credit stuff.
0: Oh well, that was the best part of Morbius. <sighs> uh, uh, so so stuff watching.
3: Oh, there should be like some indication that you should stick around. Well,
0: it's a superhero movie; they all have post credits. Uh, Madame Web oddly I mean, does I not just have that. watched no. on
3: YouTube exactly. Huh? I just watched that. Yeah, you could watch.
0: Yeah, so uh, Morbius ends with him getting away, right? And then there's a post credit scene where Michael Keaton's character from the Spider-Man movies that are in the Marvel Universe, it's teleported to this other universe. <laughs> and then he's in ingen- jail. This
3: might have changed my opinion in- of this movie. Like,
0: <laughs> and he's like, what just happened? And then the jail people are like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Adrian Toomes. But he doesn't exist in that okay. universe, so there's no good reason to keep him in jail. So they let him out of jail. And then he goes and he finds Morbius. And he says... I don't know why I'm here, but I have a good idea that it has something to do with Spider-Man. So uh, mm. why don't a couple of guys like me and you, we can probably do some good, right? And and, and Morbius says, I'm into that. And then that's the end of the movie, mm. because they they really want to do a crossover, and it, it, it was it's oh, just, yeah, it screams desperation. I wish it's, I didn't do that. <laughs> 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 not, is that it? I mean, is that, that's kind of Is it just desperation? Is that these movies? I mean, we also
1: really need to talk through. Like, there is something about like you can make a movie and hope that it's good. The amount that seems like these movies are like leaning into the fact that they don't care. Like, Lindsay and I sat down, and within the first three minutes, I was like, "Oh, I know this is going to be good because this is the fakest carton of prop milk I have." ever seen in a hollywood blockbuster when they dressed up sydney it literally just said so- milk in giant
4: letters
3: <laughs> when they
1: dressed mm. up sydney sweeney in her little like i have glasses so i'm not hot and like her like britney spears schoolgirl cosplay i was like oh this is gonna be good like there was just something about I was like, you can't look at that carton of milk and be like, yes, that looks like milk to me. Please proceed. Like, I have seen films <laughs> that have budgets that are—I'm not kidding—a quarter of that. And the milk, yeah. looks like real milk, like there has to be well, something where I am like, are we all well, in? Because on the, the, the milk? cheap way like, of
0: doing this, right, is like what? the films that you're talking about just went to Seven Eleven and they bought a carton of milk.
1: Yeah. You bought a yeah. carton of milk, like. <laughs> I go, What's
3: going on? Why wouldn't they just do that?
1: I didn't notice I that mean, because but... when you get to this level of film, you are expected to not just be buying the real thing, like because then you are supposed to have mm. clearances, and then it does become a whole legal issue with right. big you milk, wanna... right? Like so, it's right. just
0: you know, easier wanna, to make you you wanna, your, you wanna, your, your. And you don't want to give anybody milk. free. Like, you, right, you don't want to give anybody free product placement. Uh, like, okay. if you have, looks you have, like they uh, I mean, that, yeah.
1: misplaced overly large carton from the Barbie movie and stuff it movie. inside be Adam that, yes. West. Like okay, the, totally the ADR on all of the lines. I was like, Lindsay, like, did the villain record his lines in Spanish and now they've been like dubbed over because like his mouth just doesn't match what he's saying through the entire film that I was like everyone owned it the Honestly, fucking yeah. in a way that I have never seen. A Hollywood blockbuster before. And that is why I am no like, we have hit some other level beyond like, we're just gonna make whatever. But something where it does feel like we are working six hour production days. Everyone is mm-hmm. high. Like, no one. <laughs> like, and I think that's why, like, Morbius is too earnest for me. Like, Morbius okay. is a bunch of people who did decide to commit in ways that it seems like maybe Sidney Sweeney is the only one who decided to show up and do a job and everyone else with Madame oh, Webb with, she... like, blind people glasses? Like, yeah, get those fucking Oakleys on her. You like, think no Sidney Sweeney was this. trying?
0: It's hard to say because she had... She didn't have anything to she do. She had nothing to do. Her character <laughs> is... N- like I mean, again... Sydney Sweeney, Isabella Merced, and and Celeste O'Connor, their characters are identical. One is supposed to be rich and bitchy. One is supposed to be smart and poor. And the other is supposed to be, um, I guess, depressed and unloved by her family. Which one's which? Eh, doesn't matter.
3: I did like the, the math
0: geek one. Because it's, a, I mean, you know she's a math geek because she has a shirt that literally says, yeah. I'm a math geek.
3: Yeah, <laughs> she does some math geek stuff too.
0: No, for sure, Her sure. Says I. I eat math for breakfast. What math geek stuff? Is she she never uses math.
3: She did once. I forget. Did she? I forget what she did, but yeah, she did at least. Okay, once. so yeah,
0: well, the contractions
2: I
1: don't remember any- for Peter Parker. She was like, "Oh, the oh, next okay. one's yeah, yeah, to yeah that's two it. minutes," that's right. which is absolutely yeah, yeah. irrelevant <laughs> to the plot. Other than, yeah. than yeah. be like, "Look at me
0: through
2: yeah, she doesn't actually,
1: yeah."
0: Yeah, that's right. She was. Yeah, she was, she was able. She was able to do division. I forgot. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yes. That was that that was her hour. I guess it was. Again, she's a good actress. And because none
3: of them like issues. had any power to like. I don't know to change to make the movie any better or something. Who the Like none of, yeah the actors. Like no, sometimes like the actors will like no, you know, the, complain
0: the, about stuff. None of them are. I mean, Isabella Merced is a is not famous. She's. She was in a movie where I noticed her when she was 16. And I said, oh, that girl can act in this really bad movie. But she's, you know, because, again, she's in Transformers last night. It's an awful movie. It, like, she was my highlight where I'm like, oh, it's a shame that, like, you are in this, but you're 16. I, understood. I understand why you're taking any part that, you know, this is a Hollywood movie. I hope something happens for you. And it appears something is, right? Celeste O'Connor, same thing. She was, she's in the most recent Ghostbusters movie. She'll, she'll be in this Ghostbusters movie that's coming out this year. So, like, I, 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 mean, I'm glad for them, but there was nothing for them to do in this movie, and they don't have. They're not producers. Yeah. They're not, and they're not legit famous. To where to where I feel like they have any? But
3: Sweeney, she produced the movie character. that is like. I guess that was so they made this movie before her movie.
0: Well, Sweeney she produced. Sweeney produced her other movie, but like this movie, I don't know when Principal photography started on this movie, but she's not a producer on this movie. She was a producer on any on anything on which was Disney.
3: made like after they filmed this movie
0: or... uh probably but I, but also like she's just a different deal I don't, I don't know that was just, they, it just it just seemed
3: like nobody cared mm-hmm. very sad uh,
0: let's see. She filmed Madame Webb in July of two thousand twenty two and she filmed Anyone but you starting in february of 2023 so it was probably her next project and it also would have helped that she was you know in charge <laughs> she was literally the boss so that that you know yeah. i mean one of the bosses she's
5: an executive producer on it so so
2: um i mean yes.
0: Yeah. but she's in other stuff i mean she's she's good in other stuff she's good in euphoria she's good in white lotus she's good in You know, she is a good actor. It was
3: just like the plot, like, oh, you have to hide from all the cameras so you can't do anything.
0: Well, yeah, I also love that, like, like, Monica,
2: you hinted at this. The movie asked her and then doesn't want her to do like she's she's famous
0: for two things. She's famous for being hot and for being actually really kind of funny and good as an actress. Despite the yeah. fact that she's hot, right? Like, like she's, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, they're like. I mean, like, like different people. Like you're, you're, and so they have put her in this thing, and they've they've done everything they can to like make her not the hot girl for the movie, which is they put her in a bad wig and she and was in like lessons. short,
3: like a
5: short skirt. Yeah, that was something like, I was gonna
0: have to, have to talk yeah. about because they they, they want to downplay her boobs, so they put her in this big, huge, baggy shirt, and then that's not pointing out, but she has on the shirt the shortest skirt ever. <laughs> <The toy.
2: laughs> So
0: what, yeah. They're going for the Britney Spears
3: love Yeah. So we'll show a little bit of stomach to make you sexy, but
0: yeah. she's got like on, literally she she's got a micro mini schoolgirl skirt uh-huh. skirt on, which is just like uh okay. That's a choice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, I just don't know what Elon was thinking here. And
1: And it does kind of feel like we have not managed, I have not managed to convince you that this is a brilliant movie. You have not managed to convince me that it's a terrible movie and vice versa for Morpheus. (laughs) So I really didn't expect us to be quite so divided, especially because Lindsay and I were so so united and and Matthew was was were so united. yeah, I've got and, but it also yeah. kind of feels like this was the perfect double date podcast. Which I'm like, yeah, That's, I do understand why these clearly people
5: are with in a relationship right people. with each other. <laughs> yeah, I guess I
0: don't know. I mean, I I, I I have no idea. Like, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch either of these like ever again. This is not. This is not sucker punch. I
3: might watch it again just for the um the milk carton. At
0: least have on TV. I mean, I I mean it, um, it'll be in. Like, if it's not on TV by the time this we're done recording this episode, maybe it's by tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's not doing well at the box office.
4: <laughs> will will this get um, put on Disney Plus eventually? Like, are the other Sony projects on Disney Plus? Sometimes.
0: sometimes. Sometimes, okay. They are, they're not. They're not part of. They are not part of the deal. So. If Disney negotiates for them, they're there. But they could; it could just as easily be on Netflix. Um, it's Sony will sell to the highest bidder. Um, we we did watch shine. Morbius, via and Netflix. I'm
4: sure there will be many takers.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would. I imagine it's going to show. Up. But Morbius is leaving Netflix later this month. Yeah. So if you're listening to this episode, watch it. You know, and you and you you're dying to watch Morbius. It's going to be off Netflix soon. I,
3: I think the Jared Leto being kind of hot really helped that movie a tremendous amount. You
0: think Jared Leto's hot? I do. So I I guess I'll announce that I'm getting divorced. Um (laughs) (laughs)
5: Jesus.
0: (laughs) I do not think he's attractive at all. Um
2: I so you know what you think Jared Leto's hot?
1: Lindsay, you know that I think that Jared Leto is the worst actor in Hollywood. See, that's the problem. Like, hot boy. Yeah, question. She's dodging the question,
4: Your Honor. I, <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand
0: uh-huh. the point. I understand the point. Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. the point. Lindsay's trying to make. I get it, right? Like, but the thing is, I, like, okay, I will acknowledge that if I saw a random boy walking down the street who has, you know, Jared Leto eyes, some nice hair, and maybe the stubble, like that, that random boy. Might be objectively aesthetically pleasing, like I, so. I, I think that's what Lindsay like. Like, but like, I can't call him hot because I see him and I see Jared Leto, and I can't let go of the Jared Leto of all of it. Like, yes, exactly. Monica yes. and I have talked about this. I I what love I the say? movie Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I love that movie so much. It is one of the best movies that I can think of in the last decade. And I know everybody else hates it. Not everybody. Monica likes it, but I know my, many people hate it. Um But but, like, Jared Leto is, far none, the worst part of that film for me. Like, I, I hate every right, second. Sorry, I miss what movie you're talking about. Blade Runner 2049. Oh. I Blade hate Blade every Reven second Reven that he's on screen. Oh. Yeah.
4: I don't
3: remember
0: him yeah, enough. But, yeah. You
4: know, I was not trying to get in a, at a, in a point about Jared Leto being objectively attractive. I was trying to figure out whether I need to bring up with Monica because she thinks Jared Leto's hot. Ah. I, I think more. Ah, uh-oh. More, more I, I to haven't here. seen... I haven't seen Blade Runner, but I really would like to, because I'm a really, mm. I, 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 so uh, Dennis Villeneuve, like uh, Arrival, is one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies of all time. And I'm a, I'm a very big fan of the kind of resurgence of the Dune franchise. And I'm saying that as somebody who's, you know, read the, the books and, um, you know, and, and now has seen the, uh, the 1980s version, um, which is, is, mm. is amazing. Um, but is it worth, is it worth watching? this Blade Runner film because I've heard a lot about it
0: I didn't care for the first one I uh, but I'm I I mean it's you'll you'll given what you just said probably you would like it I I'm not a big Blade Runner fan so I watched the first one and I was kind of bored by it and tired by it but I but I will acknowledge that it is good if you were into that like I think
3: Logan's run is better
0: no, oh sorry, right. I meant I meant the most recent first Blade, uh, Danny Vill- Villeneuve's Blade Runner, as opposed to the. Uh, yes, I love the original Logan's Run. I thought I'm, okay. not, I'm not talking about the Sting Blade Runner. I mean the one that came oh, out like okay. during COVID. Um, yeah, um, I, y- you'll probably enjoy it. It's it's probably worth you watching Blade Runner. It's long and slow, and I just I thought Blade Runner. Uh, it's probably worth you watching the first Dune. Long and slow. I I'd rather watch Blade Runner again
2: didn't like Dune part
0: one i didn't like Dune part one but again and, it, that's oh. that, that's me not liking dune that's not that's not me that's not me criticizing the film the film felt slow and long and i just didn't get into it um this, this you, new one that's coming the, out next week is going to make Herbert. a ton of money
4: have no, you read the but I'm, a,
0: but I'm not that big but i'm not that big a science yeah, fiction yeah, fan. Yeah, i tried to i'm not
4: saying like yeah. you have yeah. to tried you know to. No, i was just curious
0: I tried to read it, and then I was bored by the book too. So that's why. So, well, I, so, so, he, so I'm he, saying it's entirely me, is what, it, what I'm getting I mean, at.
4: My, my take, I guess, for what it's worth, is like I think it's. I I I liked this the Dune adaptation the, the recent the Denis Villeneuve one more than I liked Frank Herbert's book, and a lot of that had to do with the fact that the Frank Herbert's very good at world building. But I think Frank Herbert sucks at exposition and at like writing characters <laughs> and making a person like you, making you care about the characters. Anyway, yeah. it was very, very passive, and I really didn't care emotionally about what was happening. The reason I really liked this movie, in addition to the fact that, I mean, the cinematography was fantastic, the sound was fantastic, like, I, so many things I thought um, just that, comp- that composed it were really wonderful. But also, just story wise, like, watching the characters and watching this all play out, I had, I cared so much more about them as people and what was happening than I ever did when I was reading the book. Like I genuinely for for the first time ever liked Paul Atreides and like wanted to kind of see what was going on. And I think I really enjoyed it for that reason. But I also think I've heard you're not the first person to tell me that they don't like Dune part one because it was boring. So I don't think you're alone mm-hmm. in that opinion.
5: But we no, did buy advance tickets
1: well. to Dune 2 for our next date yeah, night movie opening week yeah, we're we're going to next
4: next saturday um night yeah. uh we're going to the mm. the the, the uh, alamo draft house so we're gonna <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'll be okay
0: fun. that's where see that can't be bad, just cause Alamo draft house that that's impressive that's uh, I, i've never been to an alamo draft house and i wish i, I okay would, i've I never
4: would. heard of an alamo draft well, house. Don't we don't it's, have we've got it's just, uh monica's got an everything event in los that, angeles so- we're going to go after the event and uh, get some food and, and watch it. So, no matter what, at least we're going to get some dinner.
5: Well, there you go. Oh, man, is...
2: We
3: need one in Pittsburgh, clearly. <laughs> and a new mall.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I guess you could, if you, well, I mean, again, if, if you want to buy the mall, buy, no, <laughs> no. That's uh, my anyway. dream. Own a mall?
1: Didn't you ever or read Corduroy, the bear, the the bear who gets to yeah. live in the shopping
2: mall That's overnight? a great book. Oh, uh, I'd interested. love That's to live a in a really shopping
1: mall. He has to find his it's way a mansion,
2: back a his super button. mansion.
4: Yeah, he loses a button and he needs to to find his button. It's really, really cute. I love that book. Oh, honestly, if, for it. everyone listening, ignore everything we're saying about Madame Web. Go read Corduroy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good ending right there <laughs> oh uh, Lindsay, Stephanie thank you for joining us, this was fun thanks for having me I guess, or or thanks here. for inviting me <laughs> Lindsay, is there anything you want to plug?
4: Uh, not really uh, I'll plug my girlfriend I
2: think she's pretty great but she can that do seems- her own plugging <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, that seemed uh, far less innocent than I think you meant it to sound. But uh, okay. <laughs> Stephanie, what, Stephanie? Oh,
2: oh my god! Yeah, yeah, you. Um, I didn't say it, okay. Stephanie. Anything so, yeah. you'd like to plug? Um, <laughs> not, not really. No,
3: no. Just I don't know. Um, I don't know. Just like I don't know. Just
2: be a good person. Just be nice to people. <laughs> okay. Sure. I'll try. I'm lovely to people. I think. I don't know. Ma- Monica, what about you?
1: Um, if you want to see more of my trash movie choices, I'm still trying to make Letterboxd happen and that's at Monica Marvelous.
2: <laughs> um, one day someone will actually follow you there, right? Have you gotten any from the from the no, show? No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I still don't know what that is.
0: Uh, it's a social network.
2: I know. Mean, right I have to. You can. It to it. Yep.
0: Anyway, as always, you can follow oh, me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, Blue Sky. All the places always at Chris Maverick. You can follow the show mostly on Facebook, Twitter, and Blue Sky. Um, at vox podcast you can follow the show's blog at www.voxpodcast.com where we post about whatever we're going to be talking about next week we've been really bad about that a lot of times we don't actually post about what we're going to be talking about next week but i think i believe next week should be our oscar show so that's gonna be fun. i think we'll so be able, to be able to tell you what to pick if you want to impress your friends or co-workers you'll be able to get um, the suggestions that Monica and I and maybe a guest will have as to what you should do if you um, if we think you want to want to beat the Oscars um, we're actually pretty good at it, we, the last couple of years we've been doing, doing pretty good, so that'll be next week, but also we will talk about whatever we're talking about oh. on future shows, you can leave us comments on this or any other episode you can suggest topics if you enjoy the show, and we certainly hope you do, then please subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify or Pandora or wherever the hell else you get podcasts from. And do us a favor, leave us a five-star review. That really helps us out, especially if you leave us a five-star review, not just the rating, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That boosts the algorithm, makes us more popular, and makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside.
3: It does. It would make him so happy.
0: It would make me so happy. <laughs> I would like to thank Maximilian of Thoughtform Music for our epic themes that I'm building ever so more epically and playing us out. I'd once again like to thank Stephanie and Lindsay for joining us. I'd like to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Oh, bye.